I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Silver and Black today an Odyssey Original Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, Raider Nation. We hope you're having fun and that you're spending some quality time with the ones you love wherever you may be. Do us a favor. We will be thankful if you would subscribe to the podcast if you don't already do so. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find us. Also, check us out on YouTube. And just a reminder, last show of the week until Sunday, post-game, the post-game show after the Raiders and Seahawks game, we will be live again, myself, along with Murph from Raiders Fan Radio to give you the instant reaction from the voice of the fan so make sure you do that, and then we'll be back with our regular slate of shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with Mo next week. So do that for us and check us out on YouTube where we have all our videos as well. The chat always, too, by the way, over here, the other way, I'm pointing, I'm looking at the screen the wrong way, um, is always great on YouTube as well. And I'm sure you have some uh, welcomes for Mario there, too. Uh, but we're, we're in there. We're having fun. Mario takes, Mario, you're in that chat sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like to weigh in with my food takes, uh, distract yes. a little bit. <laughs> I love it. That, that's the only bummer about Mo not being on us uh, on the show with us here on Thanksgiving because we could we could delve into that. Uh, he's got some interesting family traditions, uh, which we'll talk about. Oh, we have... me and Mo do not see we do not see eye to eye on food takes. Let me just get that out of the way. I don't well, appreciate him constantly bashing pineapple pizza. You know, oh, uh, uh, Hawaiian. Hawaiian pizza is a go-to. Come on now. Oh, oh, there you go. See, but see, but see, East Coast, I find having lived on the West Coast for so long, I find that on the West Coast, much more people eat that. East Coast, it's considered sacrilege. But on the West yes. Coast, things are just a bit different, right? But oh, well, for sure. And I think that goes for a lot of stuff too, though, because you oh, look yeah. at a lot of the way he feels about a lot of foods and the way <laughs> some others feel about theirs. Yeah. The coast thing definitely plays a big part. I mean, that's very true. It does. It does. The thing I miss most about being out West is Mexican food. So, I mean, with the influence, with the influence of Baja Mexican food, right. Which is because growing up in San Diego, that's what I, that's what I grew up on. Mm -hmm. And then being in the Midwest where it's a different regional cuisine from Mexico, 
whole different. Although I finally found a, a market, a little market that sells tacos with good carnitas. Oh, it was, I was like, really? Thank right. you, God. Well, you Thank know, you being God. on the West Coast, being in so, more particularly uh, Southern California, I have the luxury of having great Mexican-American food, which is like yes. sort of the take here on a lot of stuff. You yeah. also have a lot of regional stuff. But like you said, I'm only two and a half hours away from Baja, Mexico, where I have family, and you yeah. have the real deal there. So oh. it's a win-win, really, you think about it. <laughs> when, when I was young, we used to go down, when I was in high school, we used to go down camping in Ensenada. And this is back, I mean, you know, with your family down there, like... Legendary seafood. Yes, it's a fishing village. And so we would go down there and stay on the beach as a campground. The Corona Factory, yes, we were underage, but we could get beer. Uh, The Corona Factory was up the road, get a case of Corona, I think at the time for like $8 or whatever it was. And then on the side of the road, there'd be these women with pits and big metal pans, and they were making fish tacos on the side of the road. This is before fish tacos became an American thing, right? Yeah. Oh my, I can still taste it. That's why I'm swallowing. I'm like, oh, so I got to get back out there soon just so I can do that. Cause, oh man, it's so good. Uh, but here we are on Thanksgiving. We're talking about food, of course, cause that's part of Thanksgiving. Um, but we're also here to talk about uh, the Raiders this weekend, maybe cooking some birds, right? Cooking the Seahawks, the sea chickens, as somebody called them. Uh, but we're going to start first. We'll get to that towards the end of this segment as we get close to uh, wrapping up the show, Mario. But reali- realistic expectations for the rest of, and I have misspellings on my graphics. This, this, see, I, dude, that holiday brain, it's a very real thing. <laughs> I, on this, on this slate, on this slate, I have your Twitter handle correct. For those of you watching, you know what I'm talking about. But on the other thing, I have REST instead of REST. Oh, boy. Anyway. But anyway, realistic expectations, Mario, for the rest of, of 2022. I talked about this game being really important. And, and what I want to see from the Raiders, I'll start, is I just want to see them put together wins. And when they don't win have it be not because of some of the errors we've seen in the past. If they lose because they have they lose to a team that's better, that has more talent, or outcoaches them, because that's not the player's fault on the field per se, um, I want to see even in losing that they play solid football. And I think some fans might think that's strange, but I think you have to look for that type of thing in a season like this. You have to look at real expectations. You have to say, okay, I want to see Derek Carr maintain what we saw against Denver and be his old self 100%. I want to see that offense do what it's supposed to do. I want to see Darren Waller come back, Hunter Renfro come back and look like they used to. And then I want to see the team overall win games and when they lose games be close. Is that is that something, is that realistic the way I'm looking at it? eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Uh, it's definitely realistic. From I mean, if you're a fan, of course, that's all you can really ask for is, hey, if you lose to a better team, then you lost to a better team. You know, that it happens every Sunday, you know, with the entire league. But don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't lose because you're not willing to make adjustments or, you know, you don't lose because of a lack of effort or, you know, you see guys, you know, giving up on plays, whatever it may be, you know, lose because you lost to a better team. That in itself is acceptable, you know, because every team has to deal with that. But I think when you see this final stretch of games before the season, I predicted, uh, I wrote a column for just blog baby, actually, that the Raiders were going to go, nine and eight i believe right now that's not looking too good you know they already <laughs> equaled their loss record from last year so that's why right now people are like okay well unless they go on this uh magical run and win out because let's keep it you know 100 if for the raiders to make the playoffs they have to win out they'd have to win every single game from here on out you mm -hmm. know and the argument can be made that some of these are more winnable a uh, good colleague of me, uh, I'm sure you know him, uh, Phil Robinson, pointed out mm -hmm. that some of the games yeah. at the end are definitely winnable. The Chiefs uh, at the end might not even be playing their starters by then. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. They're going to win the division. So there's definitely some room there for, for uh, a run. I, I don't want to get people's hopes up, obviously. I don't think either <laughs> one of us <laughs> wants to do that. But they're definitely, uh, there's definitely a chance there to, to do something. But I think it goes back to your point earlier in the show where I think the rest of the season is going to be more so for evaluation. They mm -hmm. really need to see what is going to fit and what doesn't fit. I think we can make the argument that on offense, we see a lot of the core pieces. Uh, obviously the big question mark is going to be Josh Jacobs, whether yeah. is he willing to take a team friendly deal? Is he going to look to get paid elsewhere? It's just, you know, that is the major question mark, but we know Carr, we know Devante. Uh, I am definitely of the mind now, watching the Raiders the last couple of weeks, sort of like Mo, I believe, where Carr is probably going to be back for year 10. It doesn't make any sense at this point to scrap the whole thing and start over with a rookie quarterback. That doesn't mean that you don't draft a rookie quarterback. I think Thank you. In Thank this, you. In this, in this particular class, more so than the last maybe two years, yeah, they really need to draft a quarterback. Uh, it's not, Will it start a, a quarterback controversy? Fine. Whatever. You know, Whatever. That's a fire under Derek Hart. Yeah, he's a professional. Uh, right. More than likely, he's not. I would be surprised if he takes the Brett Favre approach when they drafted Aaron Rodgers, when he pretty much told him. No, you know, I'm not yeah, responsible no. For it. No, no, I don't see that happening with Derek yeah, Carr. I, I don't either. I think he's the consummate teammate, and I think yes. he realizes, too, the man is in his early 30s now. At some point, you know, he's not going to be playing football anymore. So right. there's definitely that too. So I think the far, as far as the rest of the year, it's definitely going to be a lot of just evaluation, just seeing what fits, you know, moving yeah. forward. Well, and, and, and you're right about car. I mean, if you're an NFL team and, and you have a nine or 10 year veteran quarterback and you're not already planning for who the next quarterback is, you're behind. So you, you need to do that. You need to think about it. now there's, there, there are rare cases. I get it. But even in New England with Tom Brady, they were trying to develop. They didn't succeed. I mean, Garoppolo's been, I guess, the only guy close to that. And we've seen what's happened there. But but you have to be able to do that. You it, The NFL is a quarterback-driven league, so you have to be thinking about the next one. And, and Derek Carr, uh, with the three years left on his contract, right, you, you have to think about the future. And so if you're in the top five draft picks this year and you have the opportunity with Bryce Young or a guy I like better, C.J. Stroud – then you have to give that consideration. Uh, it doesn't mean Derek Carr loses his job. It means you can go get that quarterback and not worry about it, let them develop with a guy who would be a great mentor because Derek Carr as a human being 
is just not the same as as we've learned from Brett Favre and all the other things that have happened to him post career. Uh, not a Brett Favre, not that kind of guy. Uh, all right, Mar, we only have a couple minutes left uh, before we got to head out here as we head out on this Thanksgiving uh, and this Thanksgiving weekend. But um, the the Seahawks, the Seahawks have surprised everybody. They get rid of Russell Wilson. Everybody thought, well, Seahawks are in rebuild mode. But Geno Smith finds the fountain of youth, and suddenly some of the talent a lot of people thought he had when he came into the league has really led that team and gelled nicely with uh, Pete Carroll in Seattle. Looking at this team and what the Raiders are facing on Sunday, uh, what do you like about the Raiders' chances? What don't you like about what you see with Seattle from a strength perspective? Well, I think from a strength perspective, I think what has shocked a lot of people is that the Seahawks actually have a, a fairly balanced offense. You know, mm. they're seventh in, in passing touchdowns at the same time. They're just outside the top 10 as far as rushing touchdowns, you know. So the, the offense is fairly balanced, you know. So that is going to be very much a challenge for the Raiders defense, you know, a balanced attack at the same time. The Seahawks defense is not what it used to be. I think everybody understands that. It's It's definitely a defense that's being rebuilt um, you know it's not the legion of boom anymore and those days are long gone they're particularly susceptible to the run i think that's the one thing that once again this is where jacobs comes into mind you know they're giving up almost five yards a carry so this is going to be one of those game plans where i, I truly believe mcdaniels is going to emphasize the run again mm-hmm. get the ball to jacobs early and often punch it through and at the same time they're actually their red zone defense isn't that particularly great either you know they have a 61 they're giving up 61.3 percent in scoring as far as red zone so there's definitely a lot of room there to get the ball to jacobs punch it in early at the same time though we this is not the same seahawks defense of old but they are still very much uh turnover hungry they cause a lot of turnovers you know they're number one and they're very yeah they're number one in fumble force fumbles and fumble recoveries uh, they don't like two behind actually interceptions too. So th- it's going to be a challenge. You know, ball security is going to be an issue once again. Like they got to make sure that Jacobs and guys like that, they have to, you know, we've seen Jacobs have fumble troubles. You know, he's not he's not uh, immune to it. So you definitely have to keep an eye on that. <laughs> I think Jacobs is the guy that we're going to have to keep an eye on on Sunday for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, the Raiders, I think, again, very important game, just stringing together good things. You saw what happened and the reaction after the game last week. And that was because this team's worked hard. I mean, they do, these guys work hard and to see all of that work and all the frustrations finally net out positively. If the Raiders can string this together, go on the road to cold cities because Seattle will be cold on Sunday. If you could string those together, this would be so important for a lot of these young guys and for this team moving forward. So that's why I I say it's an important game. Will they win? I can't say that they will uh, until they start to kind of put these these streaks together or at least look good for four quarters. Hard for me to do that, but it should be an exciting game. Mario Tovar, of course, you can catch him up on RaiderRamble.com. Let me also say, uh, just like my, he's got a very similar philosophy to what I had when I had silverandblacktoday.com, uh, which is now part of Sports Knot. But, um, and that is, Mario is an amazing guy because he gives people opportunities. And in this business uh, where people get competitive and they try to snipe at each other, uh, and there are sometimes grumpy old men yelling uh, from their Twitter perch, 
Mario gives people opportunities, and I want to just say that, Mario, and, and give you kudos on that because uh, I know a lot of those that have had high opportunities who've gone on to other great things through you, I'm sure are thankful for those uh, as I am for you too because we have the same vision, and uh, so I understand it, and uh, thank you for that, and we appreciate you sitting in for Mo. Okay. Hopefully I did uh, well enough to keep a seat warm. I just told them on Twitter, you know, but yes. to your point, yes, it is. I do love giving people opportunities. A lot of people opened up the doors for me when I started, you know, some Absolutely. of those people are unfortunately not even in the business anymore. You know, that's yeah. the nature of all this, you know, but I do enjoy it. I enjoy the fact that the Rita Ramble is definitely one of the more, uh, it has a, it's definitely an independent site, obviously by nature, yeah. but I do enjoy the fact that like, it just gets a lot of, uh, we do what we want. We say what we want. You know, it's, it's definitely the advantage, yes. you know, we keep it 100 and we do our best to do so. We give both sides, even though we've been accused of everything from being <laughs> car stands to car haters to oh, yeah. Mark Davis, apologists, you know, it, but you take it in stride, you know, it comes with the territory. I enjoy this work, you know, and it, I it, think most of my colleagues can say the same thing. It, it does come with a territory and you never win uh, in today's, in today's uh, social media culture and toxic culture. You don't win. Every Everybody's going to find, you could say something and, hey, the sky is blue. No, it's red. Well, okay, the sky is red. No, it's yellow. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do, um, but you guys forge on. And you you give a voice to people, uh, as, as we try to do on the show, too. You give a voice to people. Whether you agree with it or not doesn't matter. It's still relevant and it's still valid. It still has value. And so we certainly appreciate that. Mario, have a great rest of your Thanksgiving, man. We'll talk to you real soon. No, thank you for having me on. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, Mo and all your listeners and viewers as well. All right. Appreciate it. There you go. Mario Tovar. Follow him on Twitter at underscore Mario Tovar, T-O-V-A-R, and go up and check out and read RaiderRamble.com. We are going to wrap it up. I am out of here. I can smell the turkey upstairs along with some Ropo Vieja. If you know what that is, good for you. If you don't, you're missing out. You really should uh, check it out. So we will get up and have some fun with the family here on this Thanksgiving. All right, everybody. For Momotan, for Mario Tovar, I am Scott Goldbranson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. And a shout out to also our listeners on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas for tuning in today as well. We will talk to you next week on Sunday, actually. Sunday after the game, the Raiders Seahawks uh, at 1.05 p.m. or 1.25 p.m. East, uh, excuse me, Pacific time. And we will have our postgame show with Murph and I. So make sure you tune into that. Until then, have a great weekend, Raider Nation. Enjoy your holiday.